You're listening to That's What I Thought, a casual conversation about life, love, relationships, and the lessons we learn. Here are your hosts, Micah and Annette. Hey, welcome back to That's What I Thought. So glad that you're here while you're here. You made so it. great if you would just pause what you're doing right now and go to wherever you're listening to your podcast, leave us a rating and review. That, um, first of all, makes us feel good about ourselves, which is fun. Yeah, and then good. also <laughs> shares with others um, what's going on and what we're about and tells people that we're cool. So we just really appreciate that. And if you want to leave us uh, a message or send us a DM on Instagram, we're at That's What I Thought Podcast. And today we're really exciting because we're um, having our delayed. first ever interview. Yes. And we're starting our series on love stories. Yes. So I'm really excited because today we have. Actually, a, I don't know if we're starting. Well, we are. We are now. Well, I don't think this will be the first episode. Well, this is our first interview. <laughs> At the, the time we're recording, recording this, <laughs> this is the first time we've done an interview. So you're welcome, world. Here we go. But we're here with our friends, Aaron and Janae. And they just got married a couple months after us. So we got married in May. Yeah. And they got married in October. Nice. So, a couple months. <laughs> you know, no great deal. So we thought it'd be fun to do like a newlywed kind of special and talk about marriage and early stages of marriage and dating and all of those good things. So we met Aaron and Janae at church and just became friends from there. And how did you guys meet? Also, <laughs> say <Post> your name. <laughs> oh, my name is Aaron. <laughs> I am Janae's husband. Yeah, you are. All right, how'd you meet Janae? <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, at church, we do uh, Monday Night Volleyball. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're all pretty good. <laughs> we're amazing. That's a lie. We're not. We're so the majority. Bad. I am not. Uh, some of us are. Some of us are. Actually, well, I met you because Tim said we're doing a small group. And Tim Blom. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm like, no, he said you should start young adults. And then I met you at uh, Urban Swirl. Yeah, I didn't remember that. That's the first that. time. Oh, <laughs> Urban Swirl. Yeah. Is that the one where I was there for like, I was there for like literally five minutes and then I left. So he was like, you should be in a young adult small group. And then you <laughs> went to Urban Swirl to like check out the young adults. Yeah, because you guys were doing young adult Mondays. Yeah. Since back then. Oh, uh, yeah. Wasn't it? No, it was still warm out, right? Yeah, it was still yeah. warm. That's right. It was like May. We just had a birthday, so it was like May, or about to have a birthday. Ah, so it was before yeah, my birthday's the fourth, so it would have been, yeah, the beginning of May. Yeah, you might have had it just, it was May the 5th, because he said. It, right after my birthday. <laughs> I think so, but I remember you saying something about, yeah, May the 4th be with you. It's true. I have a Star Wars birthday. All right. <laughs> um, I don't remember that, so I'm glad that you do. <laughs> and Janae doesn't either. <laughs> well, it's funny, because, like. What we really remember when we like officially met was volleyball, like, mm-hmm. and like I remember like there was a new guy. I thought he was kind of cute, nice. so like I like tried to like figure out how old he was, <laughs> but like I said, like is Aaron the new guy? Aaron was the okay. new guy. <laughs> Spoilers. Just making sure. So I'd be like, hey, like are you still in college? He wasn't. Do you have a job? Like trying to figure out. I totally blew it on the age thing. He's much younger than I thought he was. <laughs> found that a little too late yeah by that time i liked him a lot um, <laughs> too invested yeah but like yeah so we officially i think met through volleyball august 10th what is your guys august 10th 
age difference. Five and a half years. Five and a half. Yeah. I says four ish. Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Always round down. <laughs> yeah, three. Just three now. I told this is what so I I'm twenty three and you're twenty six. And then eventually be twenty seven and then I'll turn twenty four, so three and a half. <laughs> I think it's good and brilliant to marry a guy who's younger than you because statistically they die earlier. <laughs> so then you will die at like around the same time. Yeah, it's, it's very romantic. It's looking at it. <laughs> I mean it's just like the notebook. It's all on the strategy. It's all up here. That long game. <laughs> it's on the long game. <laughs> it's on the long game. <laughs> That's really cute. I love that. I love that. I like, I didn't even know that it was happening. Of course, you're like in a different small group than I was, am. Yeah. We've never been in the same small group, but. We only, we only <laughs> ever really talked in like in person at volleyball. Yeah. 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 It's a long game. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> How many? Oh, you have no her, idea. It's <laughs> true. Her after uh, youth. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 You guys would beat Aaron and I, or we Aaron and I would beat you guys out. Yeah, we'd be we'd we'd like, like talking like, like ten. I'll see you guys. <laughs> we'd always see the last person leave. Cute. I don't remember that. I remember we had that conversation at uh, the brew, which is a coffee shop. Um, but I feel like that was like October. It might. That's when I like, asked you to be like my accountability partner, right? Yeah. Yeah. So by that point, like we, knew we, we really liked each other. Um, but I guess backstory to make we'll it more sense. Backstory. Um, I right before I met Aaron, like right before I met, <laughs> literally um, seconds, decided I was gonna take like six months off of dating to focus on my relationship with God. Um, just to, like build that and be really good about listening to His voice and like His timing and just like feeling peace with that. And then of course I met this very cute, very talented, athletic guy. Oh, and I was like, She's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. But like, we really clicked, and I was like, Man, I think I like him. I can't like this guy. <laughs> and like, I even eventually like told him, like, Hey, because you eventually like asked, asked me out. out. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Well, I can't like put this off anymore. So I was like, Hey, like, yeah, I like can't, a... like, what did I say? Do you know? When did, it's not when you, did it's you, me, uh, but actually. <laughs> actually. When did you ask her out, like, initially? Was uh, it still the summer? Right after I had the interview with David and Bryce about playing for Elkhart. Wow. Not home. So, like, like, a August? date with that? <laughs> Is it September? It's probably September. September? So you guys kind of met September in May. 12th, 10th or so. I just am impressed that Aaron is just like dropping down just, these dates. He totally knows all of the dates. Like I feel really bad because I think that the stereotype is like the women know all the dates in the relationship, and I just I forget. Usually it's Micah who's like, "Oh, our our next month anniversary is coming up." I'm like, "Oh yeah, it is." Never got the eighth of every month. So I'm afraid because you did it. Um, is it with the the first time you met and when you asked her out? And I'm just yeah. I'm impressed. That's a great skill. Yeah, and we started texting August tenth. From there on, that's when we started talking a whole bunch. Right after uh, the Thor Grand Prix. Oh, yes. The I remember Thor that. Oh, yeah. So you were, um, you guys were like talking as friends and hanging out and stuff, timeline wise. And then you were like, From hey, let's go to this event in Elkhart. No, oh, I told her. Oh, no. We weren't talking yet. Like, I, I thought Aaron you didn't me. like me. Like as a person, because <laughs> 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 and, and it turns out he was just 
Shy? I, I'm the same with everybody. Just playing it cool. <laughs> oh, no, it's so good. <laughs> I was, I'm, I don't know if it's a bad habit or just the way I am, but I don't talk more than a couple sentences to someone that I don't really know. Okay. Or meeting someone for the first time, I'm not open. And it comes off as dry and I don't like you. Hmm. I could say that. It just takes <laughs> a while. Um, so that's why she didn't think so. And then randomly, I saw that she had posted on Facebook. Uh, do you want to know the date? Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tease? <laughs> two weeks before August 10th. <laughs> um, sometime in July. I saw that she had posted a, that she was interested in the Florida Grand Prix. Hmm. So I told her, hey, none of my friends want to go to this, go to this event. Is it okay if I tag along with you and your friends? And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, sure. I went last year, and I really liked it. I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if I was going this year, but I think I am now. Uh, kind of deal. Smooth. I thought she was going to come with friends, but she only came by herself. So oh, I was surprised when she, she came I didn't have any friends that I was planning on going with. You were my <laughs> friends. You were my friend. <laughs> Amazing. But that's, that's, that's all my whole excuse is that my friend's didn't want to go and I never even asked them. <laughs> so this was August, right? Uh, that would have been, yeah, August. Yeah. And then you officially asked her out for the first time yeah, in September. Two weeks later. Yeah, like, not like a month later or so. Oh, just kidding. Just yeah. not good with dates. May, May they met, August, their interest arose. September, a date was asked. And then Janae said, Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I told him, like, you said, exactly. you said, yeah, <laughs> the memory is astounding. I'm you so said, I said, uh, I really enjoyed what we did at, at Thor. Like, you know, like you enjoyed your time together? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, <laughs> we what we did. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> dude. Um, I really enjoyed the time together. Uh, I'd like to do this again, but not as friends. Oh, snap. And, Very uh, direct. I appreciate that. And <laughs> said, it's not that I don't like you, but I had just committed to taking time off of dating. And uh, I think you just said that with the expectation of me being like, oh, well. Yeah, because but. that's what guys do, at least like in my past experience. Like, <laughs> they, they've left for a lot less than <laughs> that. <laughs> so I was like, well, this was a fun run. <laughs> That's the end of that. <laughs> See you never. And then you surprised me because you're like, okay, I'll wait. And I was like, you're what? <laughs> Excuse you? <laughs> Sorry. I, I did like, I was pretty like heartbroken because I was like, man, I guess not. She doesn't like me or something. And uh, that's how you felt after the had conference? a short little cry. Oh. And then I'm, I was like, just sitting there thinking before I responded to her, I'm like, there's no reason to not wait. Or something like there's no reason to, to not wait for you to not wait yeah okay like the, like the something urged me or irked me to say well i'm just gonna wait until you're ready mm -hmm. oh, beautiful and Holy uh, Spirit, in. what did you say after that i don't know thank you <laughs> i did a prayer thanked god <laughs> meditative and then i got my car ran away so sure. then that was september which is now how many months in to that company? Um, let's you made? See. 
I had four months left after that. Okay. Dang. Which isn't that much, but holy oh, crap, it, it felt like so much. A time like it goes so much slower when you like somebody. Oh yeah. Yeah. At least that's been my experience. And then you really like them, and it starts flying by. Yes. Yeah, like marriage has flown like way faster than that did. Oh, coming up to like like by the time you're like, just like things that matter, we're like, oh my gosh, we get married next month or next week. so you were like oh we had this conversation and then you went home and then it was like october then we talked yeah sometime then because at that point i was like okay i really like this guy and i don't but i don't want to like lead him on well yeah i didn't want to lead you on because we were hanging out and stuff so it was really weird finding that balance of like we're friends, but we both know we like each other. Like, <laughs> in four months, the plan is to date each other. <laughs> but we got, and so like finding that line was really hard. So that's why I reached out to you to be like, hey, can you help keep me accountable to this? Because like, I want to hold his hand. I want to cuddle with him. I want to do all these Physical things touch. that like, I can't, I'm not supposed to be doing. And also like, what is dating? Because it's also not just the physical things. And so making sure or trying not to cross those boundaries of coming up with so many excuses to use a pet name. Yeah, like using just... a deer emoji to say, "Oh, deer." <laughs> <laughs> it's a struggle. <laughs> um, but yeah, finding like even finding those lines with like the the emotional and other side of what a relationship is. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Struggle, struggling a lot with feeling like we're dating, but without the title and uh, being. Uh, spending too much time together or being too late at someone's house or things like that or being alone yeah um the blueberry festival was very very flirty oh yeah we did oh yeah we were were in a very similar boat in our relationship too oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's why that conversation it just felt like such a divine appointment because i was literally like i think we had just just started dating yeah we just started like just officially titled the dating but we were in the same kind of boat of like, well, we had a previous extent and then we were like, oh, we think we like each other, but also like, uh, should we actually date yeah. and officially date? Or... And we were working at the same place. And so if things went south, like my job was on the line because I was much less significant than Annette was at that position because mm-hmm. she was full time. I wasn't. So mm-hmm. we were up. <laughs> our leadership was like, it's fine, but just be sure <laughs> and so yeah so yeah we were in a similar boat too of trying to find them find those boundaries and those lines of like what's what's okay what's okay or what's not okay mm-hmm. without while knowing that there like there is an end date on this right and so yeah and we just got to that same point too where we're like we're doing everything datey yeah. except for like mm-hmm. calling it boyfriend girlfriend so yeah i think we were we had a four month where we were like we're gonna give it four months to pray yeah, we did. Oh, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, and and pray about it. I forgot it. everything about our relationship. So sorry. <laughs> and then it was like three months. It was literally like three months. Where we were like, let's just we should just be dating because now it's it's doing more harm not dating than it is dating. Yeah. And so we we yeah made that decision. So we had that. We just, yeah, that decision, and then we had that conversation like right afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is kind of where I'm at. I remember you were like, I think I'm still gonna wait and all that. Yeah. So then what happened next? Um, 
pretty good blessing that we waited. Yeah, like looking back, I don't think we would be where we are now if we hadn't done the waiting. Because, I mean, for one thing, at some point during that, our mom, my, my mom, my mom, <laughs> your mom, our mom together now. now, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, my mom recommended. I don't remember why she recommended it. A week away from each other. Basically. Yeah, but it was. That was oh, because we now. were we were at that point and we're like, we should, just we should just date. Like we're basically dating. What is the point of waiting? And my mom's like, okay, you guys need to like. She didn't say we need to, but like her recommendation I would was. Yeah. After volleyball one night, we said that we should ask your parents for wisdom. Yeah, so we called her, oh, and cool. my mom said, so cool. um, "Take a week away from each other." And like pray about it and based off of that like god's gonna tell you what to do like he doesn't hide away from you i'm like okay that makes sense so we prayed together that night and then we like took a week off basically we weren't, we weren't supposed to text we had one text in the morning and one text for the full day yeah that's i think one during noon lunch i think no i think it was just two, just two. yeah <laughs> um, and then we regularly did a halfway point one day where we went to Chevy Trout and had an amazing cake. Chevy Trout? Oh, so good. delicious. <laughs> so I got to take I it to Chevy Trout. We tried to go that one time, remember? And they were like packed in. Yeah, that was dumb. Sardines and Trout? It was COVID too, so it was like, oh, yeah. Anyway, unimportant. Chevy Trout's delicious. Side yeah, so <laughs> Get the carrot cake. <laughs> Get the carrot cake. It's one slice, but it is a cake. Um, what was I saying? yeah so i was um praying and like um doing my devotions each day in the word and the one day i was like okay god like just just like make it really clear to me because i'm dense and <laughs> just, just like make it so like i can't try to twist it and like I got this verse in my head, and it was is Matthew six thirty three, wasn't it? Which what does that say? We forgot to include it in our wedding, but yeah, uh, seek first the kingdom of God and all things. Yeah, it was, and then there was another. Yeah, seek first the kingdom of God, and then all that will be will be revealed to you. Rewarded, revealed, to you. rewarded revealed, dependent translation given to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then. The next verse that came to me was, I think, like Matthew, I don't remember, but it was like something about not jumping the gun. Yeah, like not taking what God's told you to do and like changing it. I'd have to look it up. I don't remember the exact verse, but it was like very obvious. It was like, well, shoot. (laughs) This is not the answer I wanted, guys. So. Then we had our halfway meet up. It was like, so what have you, what has God been talking to you about? And I'm like, well, we got to still keep doing this. <laughs> Which, like, kudos to you because you were so supportive of me. And <laughs> yeah, because, like, I don't know. I felt crazy. And he would always just say, like, what is God telling you? Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that. And then. I knew you were saying you'd always be surprised with what kind of answer it give you. Yeah, because I always expected, like, you to drop out or something. Yeah, you drop out or you to say the easy thing, but you always went with, like, the godly thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. We'd be Aaron. Such a good guy. Which seems like a, a consistent well, very, very, theme. very early in my faith, too. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Which is even more good. Which, like, I think, like, 20, 
The reason I even went to that urban swirl thing was because I had just decided I didn't want to keep doing what I was doing, mm. which was hooliganism. Hooliganism. <laughs> 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 Hoogalolly. Uh, doing all that, that, you know, every, well, I found out during a small group that almost just about every teenager goes through. That's true. Uh, this this kind of like, <laughs> yeah. not awakening or like feeling of uh, fake wokeness or something where you think, uh, you think you know what's going on or something and you, you start thinking that you don't need God and it's nothing that you want in your life. And I just decided, I'm like, what is my plan with my life? Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to be doing? Or why am I ignoring all of this that's been such a part of, big part of my life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that's when I decided more to full-time, uh, you know, start going to church, but not just going to church, but being at church mm-hmm. and like being there, listening to the sermons and actually, uh, volunteering and like, again, uh, being, uh, absolute with it. Yeah. And then Tim, so I just graduated a couple years before that. And uh, Tim was like, well, you're in a small group, and that's that whole thing. That's where we got the urban swirl here. Love that. Because I remember, I just remembered when you said that, because you were in our small group for a while. And we had that conversation over Spring Hill Day Camp Week when you came over and hung out just about your testimony and what you're going through and things like that. So it was right in the middle of that getting to know Janae time. Oh, yeah. It was was almost like I decided to be like uh what's that word intentional intentional <clears throat> i decided to be intentional with god and almost immediately like i wouldn't consider that i ever had a good dating life because i didn't really think i was ever dating anybody and i just didn't try same and uh as soon as i got intentional like this love that they pops up and like so there, the relationship yeah. develops and like it was all just working well yeah. mm. and uh, uh, um, I have to wait because I took time off dating was like once I thought like oh this is a sign that I shouldn't but then I was like no that's not what I should do I should wait for her you know that's obedience yeah Mm -hmm. yeah what I think really cool about your guys' story is that you intentionally chose to be in different small groups which I thought was super cool because then it made your faith your own Mm -hmm. before especially with Aaron being uh having more of a youthful faith like newly recommitted yeah newly recommitted faith Mm -hmm. and like needing that time to grow and then to be able to grow independently from Janae Mm -hmm. which I think is really powerful because otherwise he could just coast off of your faith right and he decided to make it his own and you guys were like all right then do it yourself definitely did like help me a lot in understanding things and it was great and she was definitely a great example right and to the point where I felt encouraging when she'd say, well, I wish I'd learn things from you too. And like things, how, how you do things or commit to things. And that was always encouraging as well. Yeah. Um, and most of all, I think having that, it wasn't on accident that we met right when she had to take him off dating. We had to like mm-hmm. intentionally make it friendship and be mm-hmm. pursuing that instead of a relationship. Yeah. Um, because it really set a foundation of friendship first and it made us that much closer at the end yeah. to where, I mean, by the time we started dating, we were like familiar with each other and yeah. knew a whole heck of a lot. And mm-hmm. it wasn't just like, 
a fling per se. Yeah. It, it was like, I mean, we'd been building this for months and now it's, here's a reward. Right. Well, and with that too, like, since it was also like a break because of God, we were um, also like praying together and doing devotionals together and like growing as Christians together before even dating. I'm not saying week that we had time off each other. I had no idea what to do because somebody told me these last two months I'd been just texting nonstop with this girl and now I can't. Yeah. And I had no idea what to do. And even my, uh, uh, back at that job, the seats and premiere and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back at that job, I was, uh, my, I had someone that worked with me and my assistant. And he's noticed, like, what's wrong with you today on that Monday? And we decided, we decided on a Sunday to start this week off. Yeah. That Monday, he was like, what's wrong with you? Like, I already Down. noticed it. <laughs> yeah. He did notice it right away. And I'm just like, I'll just tell him what to do. And, Can you text this cute girl? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then that Wednesday, that week, the same week we started, or not Wednesday, Tuesday. Uh, might have been that same Monday. I don't know. But I think we were going from one plant to another. And I just started listening to WFRN more. So like the messages and stuff like that came on there and it, I came out at the right time I listened to them but I had just gotten the song uh, that came on the radio because I was looking for what, what should I do like what do I need to do and I think the exact lyrics on it was just open up his word and let the let the words flow um, that's like oh well I guess I gotta study my bible because she had just given me a bible <laughs> Yeah, like that. So while we're away, just take this Bible and think about it. Bibles <laughs> are expensive. I don't want you to get me one. And I think when I opened it and I realized like a couple days later that there's an inscription on the front of it, that made me cry and break. <laughs> but I read that inscription at your wedding. I was like, oh, what's this? <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot that was in there. <laughs> So I was creeping on your story, but I had some context. So other people may have not have noticed, but I was like, I don't know what happened to you. Yeah, I, I know. There. Uh, but yeah, dating is fine. Yeah, that's exactly. I just knew exactly what to do, and I went out to a spot that I liked on Pumpkin Vine Trail. That was a it's a little bench, and it's just a wide open field. It looks like awesome. And I just started reading the New Testament from beginning to well as much as I could if I didn't have a Devo or something that like to like work on uh, I would like go over Scott's sermon or yeah Scott because that's Elkert I'd go over his sermon and do stuff like that but started doing that and then we started doing Devos together and yeah when did you guys actually start dating then December 1st yes December 1st (laughs) the dates so (laughs) good and then when did you guys get engaged March 21st March 21st. So, wait. So you guys got engaged March 21st. Mm-hmm. Then you got married October 24th. October 24th. Yes. We spent more time engaged than we did. All right. <laughs> dating. Basically. Wow. We were dating. Not really good <laughs> you were growing in your relationship. <laughs> it was a great yes. pre-official title. Yes. yes. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Then we get back. We're going to talk a little bit about... Uh, your marriage. Your marriage. Sweet. Marriage. Mm-hmm. Probably a little bit about your wedding day. Maybe a little bit leading up to that because I kind of just made force you guys to jump through it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's so good. I'm so it's involved, so good. Yeah. Track of time. And so yeah, we'll be right back. And we're back. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm great at intros. Um, let's see. What do we? So tell us a little bit about 
So you started dating in uh, December. 2019. 2019. I thought it was December 1st. 2019. Oh, 2019. Okay. Timeline. I know you're years. Okay. And then you got engaged in when? March 21st. March 21st. Tell us a little bit about that. I want to know, like, what was the fruit then of the waiting time? And then as you went into dating, I mean, you said your friendship was really strong. Yeah, that's yeah. a better question. Answer hers. That's <laughs> <laughs> your question, exactly. Um, what, what, what good things, what were the fruits, like, what okay. what benefits did having that time, how that help you in your relationship as just in boyfriend-girlfriend stage? Um, I'd say, like, one of the things that came out of it is, um obviously knowing that we wanted the relationship to go like lead towards marriage like Mm -hmm. we're dating for marriage now at this point um and so Mm -hmm. did we start doing the accountability thing then or once we were engaged what accountability our (laughs) check-ins that might have been like in summer 2020 oh let's back up here (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I I would say, (laughs) um, with having God as a center, like we did a lot of devotions together. Like we still kept that, like we were already in the process and in the habit of doing things that I think were really healthy for our relationship. Like we would pray for each other every day. We, Mm -hmm. um, were pretty honest about like where we were at because we had to talk through that beforehand because we, uh, it was a very faith foundational uh faith founded relationship by then mm-hmm. yeah and we had a lot of scripture and a lot of books and stuff that we read that gave us like really good uh anchor points that we would base our relationship off of and luckily it was from the bible and god's word so it's absolute truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was things that like were like unshakable almost by then, because we'd spend all this time as friends working on it. That's cool. So how many months were you dating before you got engaged, though? Four, five. Four. 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 And then your engagement was five months. Seven. 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 <laughs> I'm so solid on it. <laughs> <laughs> So what was the to my answer my question now? What was how would how was your engagement? Just a quick little. What'd you do? What was the plan? Did it work out well? <laughs> she had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like we have been like even technically we before we were dating, of... like we kind of had time. We're like we'll get engaged by this point. And nice. So. But then, like once we were Sunday dating, times. I was like, "Why aren't we engaged yet?" Like, move it. That's funny. So I like I by the time we finally got engaged, I was like getting frustrated. Like, did he forget? Like, what is he waiting for? <laughs> it wasn't even that long. <laughs> You're like, you know the plan. Stop dragging your feet. I pushed it up a month. Yeah, you made it earlier, so I don't know what my problem was. <laughs> Can't wait to be together. Yeah. Well, the funny thing was too, the, the day we got engaged, I actually pushed it up a week because I was gonna do it the week of the see, I forgot the twenty first, um, the twenty seventh, I think, is when I was gonna originally propose to her, and we had this plan, and uh, COVID was starting to get real hot then, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, not in a good way. <laughs> and and not becoming uh, increasingly non-sexy popular. Non-sexy guy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I told the, I had a group chat with the, or her family, uh, sans her, sans minus or plus. What? When you say sans something. I don't know. Sans. I think it's like without. Without? Okay, yeah. good. Right. Sans something? Yeah. Sans. Just, just say without. <laughs> minus. <laughs> okay. Your vocab yeah. skills are beyond us. We had a group chat with her uh, family. We as in me and her family, not her. Yeah, get out of here. Oh, that's right. um, <laughs> I was like, we should move this up a week because I have a feeling that if we wait, the state will be shut down. Hmm. And as you guys know, Elkhart, or our area, shut down the 24th. Yeah. And I proposed the 21st, a week before I planned. Ooh, nice. Great uh, your, your sister was actually like saying, like, well, we should, we should just keep it where we're at. And, and then, like, I was scared to say, like, what would change from here to then that would make it better for you to come up now uh, when you're trying to figure that out? And your mom and your mom said that before even I did. I, <laughs> I felt like I would have been rude to, like, say that to her. To what? But your mom said it. And I just said, yeah, why don't you guys come up? Like, I agree. <laughs> and then they let us know, like, the day before that they were coming. No. So what, what happened? Uh, so a few of her favorite things to do, uh, I think three to be exact, uh, she likes three things. <laughs> That's a few. <laughs> In this instance, three. But she likes spending time with her family all together. She likes bonfires and she likes hot dogs. Boom. What a queen you are! <laughs> Beautiful! <laughs> so I, it's a Friday night party. I wanted to have her, uh, her sister there um, for that. So made sure that she was coming and everything. So we had all the family together. We had my parents there as well. Uh, we just had like a thing uh, together at their house, at her parents' house, and I think we did some skeet shooting and some just some shooting in general. It's amazing. And uh, wait, where did you do this? Uh, my parents' house. Yeah. I had to come over sometime. You would love it. Yes, there's so much to do. This your house is amazing. could do puzzles. Yeah, we're, we're coming over. We're coming over. <laughs> Deal is done. Well, it's in the plans now. I honestly like forgot because. The whole time I was kind of like, it was in the back of my mind that I was going to propose to her because I had to bring everything with me and all that. You like forgot. You're like, this is a good time. <laughs> I'll shoot him stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't want to think about it until like we finally started the bonfire. So I was doing it. You're going to do it at the campfire. Mm-hmm. At the bonfire. And then like I was just nervous the whole time, just like waiting and just like looking around. Like, and then I think either her, either your, your dad or Josh said, Go for it. <laughs> gave me that look, and I was like, "Hold, oh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick." <laughs> I was until then, like, I was like so nervous when I was going to the bathroom and like all that, and even like made sure the ring would come out like perfectly so I could do this and flip it open and like you know have the right orientation, right, everything in the pocket. Turn it around. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I did a little like talk, I guess, around the camp uh, campfire. You professed uh, your deep love. You Not... did in front of everyone. Oh, <laughs> snap! Yeah, you did like our story. You just don't blur. Oh, that's sweet. Dates, so I remember what I did. I was like, are you ready? Perfect chronological. He was like, on on May 5th, we met. <laughs> you didn't remember it. <laughs> but I remember. But, let's see. I made sure I had some points about family and things like that that would you know kind of lead into that and like say well 
got proposed to her, but I didn't say that. I was just I'm going to make you my family. <laughs> and then, by then, you finally realize it was happening, I think, for sure. Because you thought I was just talking. Uh, yeah, I was a little... Did you? I, was a little I had, like, <laughs> no idea what was... Like, like there were a couple times during that day where I was like, is he going to propose today? And then I, like, looked at his pocket, and like, nah, he doesn't got anything in there. <laughs> <laughs> Patted him down. <laughs> Plus, like, I felt like he was ignoring me the whole day. I'm like, nah, he'd be super lovey, but he's like... Hanging out with the guys shooting over there. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I, by that point, I was like, oh my gosh, I think it's happening. And then, like, your heart starts going, like, it's happening. So much so I started. I was so quiet during that little talk. Yeah. You can barely hear it in the video. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Basically. And uh, it's going to go over and the whole, there's no one else I'd rather spend my life with. Oh, and uh, gonna get down the wrong knee or whatever. Is there a right? Is there a right knee? Yeah, right one. That's, oh, that's pretty easy actually. I'm left-handed, so I I got my. What did you you bowed with the wrong knee? Bowed? Is that the right? Way? <laughs> I bowed no, to you. Be you know my wife. That's what happened. I knew oh, it. Yeah. Janae took our our engagement photo. Yes, she did. Engagement photo. day photo. Oh, this yes. a couple of them. Yeah, on, yeah. on our very porch. Um, I love about your guys' story that your families are so involved, both sides, so yeah, wholesome and yeah, good. They were so much a part of the wedding and everything. Yeah, we're very lucky to have families that support us so much on both sides. Like, I don't think I've had, yeah. but I don't think I've had any <laughs> of the awkward like your mother-in-law hates you or like you know those stereotypes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, my in-laws are amazing, and the only thing that I wish is I could speak better Spanish. <laughs> Like, they're amazing, but I can't talk to them. <laughs> we, we work it out, but yeah. <laughs> it's gotten better. Definitely gotten better. Nice, Janae, you're doing it. Are you excited about that? That you'll be bilingual like Aaron? Yes. Maybe one day? That's the goal. Because, like, by the time we have kids, I want to be able to help yeah. teach them Spanish. Like, I don't want them to only know English. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's amazing. Well, if my parents babysit them, they're definitely going to know Spanish. Yeah, I know, yeah. but we'll then if I don't know Spanish, Spanish, you guys will just talk about me in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay, I'll be honest, that's my real motivation. <laughs> I don't my want fears to are driving my <laughs> Very effective. That's beautiful. I think you guys are, are so blessed to have them so involved, like in your whole story. I just think that's so unique. Well, yeah. the whole time, we're just leaning on them for advice and uh, what to do. And things like that. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Fast forward to your wedding day. Okay. What's something uh, funny or weird or strange that happened? If anything. Honestly, not perfectly. Aw, cute. I don't think anything that went wrong, really. I don't think anything went wrong. What if that spicy sauce was murdered half of the people there? Oh, yeah, that, was, that was amazing. <laughs> it was an intense spicy. It's very spicy. Not, they're not usually that spicy. <laughs> I feel like I'm telling everyone it's not supposed to be that spicy. How did they do it? It was just I mean, sitting there too long. Oh, they bought it? Yeah, some guy that uh, does barbacoa or stuff like that, like for ordering on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had already bought all this meat, and then our caterer, had, ah, the caterer, that's ah. what fell through. Oh, yeah. Because. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, thank you. (laughs) We'd already decided on the Sergio's Cafe. Okay. And everything. And we'd gone, I think, right after we got engaged almost to her restaurant, eating there, and then talked to her and saying we wanted to do our wedding because we like the food. 
and they'd done my dad's birthday and that was good um, <laughs> it was good yeah and then she's like well with, again covid with everything going on uh we have no idea what's going to happen in october um so come to me again in like september and we'll lay down a plan and we'll see if we, we can do it then we would most definitely be the caterer so we went like beginning of october back to like set it because she already had her date set aside but your wedding was in october yeah october yeah. 24th so we're like okay it's months from now we're getting married she already has her date set aside so she wouldn't schedule anything else for there the only reason we were going there is to set up the contract and everything and I went to go put a down uh, payment on it. And she's like, oh, by the way, the earliest I can get there is 2.30. And I'm like, well, that's not going to work. Our wedding starts at 1.30. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, we're not going to prolong the, the ceremony like an hour and a half. Because we already had everything else set. Yeah. The only thing we needed was the food. And she so may like, walk really slow. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing going wrong Drama. at this point. <laughs> and she says, drops this, that we can only be there. We, I can, the earliest I can get there is 2.30 because I have a... Uh, dinner or breakfast rush or lunch rush and I'm like well you'd think as a caterer you'd you know prioritize this catering event over your restaurant operation Yeah, but you know she was running pretty thin on staff and everything and basically she didn't want to take money from us earlier because then if we had to cancel then that's money she'd lose like that she'd already like put into the restaurant basically and done things with so I ended up having to buy food I was going to do it all by myself um, I bought stuff for Barbacoa. Oh, and uh, He's a really good cook. Yeah, he's an amazing cook. Is it pork buns? Yes. Yeah. I bought, the, I bought like 60 pounds of meat and stuff like that um, to do it all myself. And Just a I, quick 60 pounds. <laughs> Just whip it up. My bad. It was 120 pounds. Oh. <laughs> Even less of a deal. Apparently, it was like 55 pounds of this and 65 pounds of that and whatnot. Um, but my dad's, my parents stepped up, your parent, your dad stepped up and they're like, well, amazing. He, again, he helped, me, he's helped me smoke the butts. And then my dad's, uh, <laughs> my dad's, and then we smoked some butts later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on. <laughs> my dad took the meat and he found that one guy that did the barbecue and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm like, well, I already have this meat. Why can't you just cook with my meat instead of, you know, making us buy some more. Mm-hmm. So he ended up using that. He parents bought some rice and stuff like that and sauces. My cousin uh, brought chips and salsa. That's the ones you guys had from his restaurant in Battle Creek. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty bomb. And uh, that all worked out like a week before. Like, oh, snap. That Family month. coming through. Tuesday, we like picked up the meat. And like Thursday, we cooked the butts. And then my dad had to take the meat like Friday, like Thursday as well. Because the guy was going to marinate like two days beforehand. Yeah. And I think he picked it up like right before the ceremony. Oh, snap. Because it was like five minutes away from church. So I brought it in like five minutes before and then had to explain to the staff what to do because we're the people that were helping what to do because, I mean, there's this gigantic pot of meat that they've never seen or like, you know, heard of this style of cooking. And I just, you know, take it out, break it apart, put it in the basting pans and uh, just take out the bones and stuff like that and then serve it up. Sure. All right. But that like all happened like the week of the wedding. It's crazy. Yeah. And I think too, like covid wedding um like his dad has diabetes my sister has some long things so like we're really conscientious of trying to make it as safe as possible and like cases were down around that time so like we were like every day i felt like i was like watching that and um we did end up splitting our guests yeah we had cut our guest list down like pretty significantly Mm -hmm. um 
So like that part of it was stressful, but then like you guys made the cut. Sure <laughs> did. We did it. Ah, yeah. You're a bridesmaid, so <laughs> Michael that wasn't helped. invited. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed up. But no, I think like at the end of the day, like you hear about these brides who like stress out about all these things about a wedding, and I don't think we really had that too much. Like we were just so excited yeah. to be married, and then like yeah, the day of, like I don't really remember anything like it went by so fast <laughs> so, almost like a normal morning up until i got to the church yeah but yeah like it was so fast despite it being from like we were at the church from 9 to like 4 15 4 20 yeah ish and then we were back home and like well we're married now but what do we do <laughs> <laughs> your ceremony was i just so good and pure and like i thought it was just so obvious how involved jesus was in your whole story like i've been to a lot of weddings that are way more about like the wedding and the show and everything than the actual relationship and so and that that's what came into like things like what we were friends and stuff we read uh, a sacred search by gary chapman was thomas chapman i don't know there's a gary chapman and thomas so <laughs> one of those two is <laughs> chapman i think you're right okay we read that and there's a lot of like good good points in there about like finding that not your soulmate but like your soul like the shoe mm -hmm. it's so s-o-l-e mate uh your one like mate and a lot of things were in there that were really good that were uh prioritizing them keeping those secrets the trust but most of all not making your engagement all about the wedding and then having no idea what to do after that because uh you focused all of your energy on the wedding and not planning the rest of your life because you yeah. know you weren't planning a wedding you're planning your life together I'll preach. Yep, that's very well said. It's a good word. <laughs> Way to be. <laughs> All right. So, what? How long have you guys been married now? Uh, October twenty fourth to now, almost three, three months. months. Yeah. Three months. Yeah. Oh, babies. Oh. <laughs> I know, babe. I was thinking our um, our marriage is almost at full baby gestation. We're going into labor here in next month. And like Congratulations. that. Congratulations. I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> been growing it uh so what has been the most challenging part that's the question is of your early marriage which your entire marriage is still pretty early so what has been the most challenging part so far for like personally together of just like being married i would say different expectations maybe mm. yeah or different well, along with expectations, different cultural upbringings. Ooh, yeah. Mm, yeah. The, just this, I guess different roles in her mind. She'd been living alone for like four or five years already. I just moved out. This was like my, like, apart from like the four week college stint. Yeah. Uh, this is like my first time moving out and everything. Um, so, not that I expected like her to be my mom kind of deal. And like do the laundry and this things like that, but like, it's uh my mom didn't like make me do my own laundry. Uh, I do it if I uh if you're desperate for like if I was desperate for clothes and stuff like that. But usually she beat me to it because yeah. she hated seeing a full hamper. <laughs> um, so things like that or like uh, luckily the cooking part came pretty naturally. Yeah, I think on like that end though, it wasn't like you were being lazy or anything. It was just I didn't you know what didn't to do. know what to do. You didn't know what to look for. Whereas I'm like, this needs to clean. This needs to clean. This clean needs cleaned. 
but from my background like my dad hates being nagged mm. like so I grew up like you don't nag dad so I didn't want to nag Aaron like anytime I f- would ask Aaron about can you clean this like I would feel like I'm nagging but then I would also get frustrated he wasn't doing it well not on my own i'd do it if he told me yeah and he he was awesome about it it was just like i just didn't have didn't know i guess i needed to empty this or clean that or because she because also you moved into her house yeah yeah i never heard her house and she knew how to keep the place tight yeah so you're like i i don't even know what to do yeah and that and we both kind of had the same personality of we, we don't like we're a little better at it now, but we don't like keep the house clean as we go. Mm-hmm. It's more so like we end up in the uh, in a cluttered house all of a sudden, and we're just like kind of freaking out about it or, or like stressing out about it, and then we're just like frustrated with it, and then we end up like purging it in like one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things like that, I guess, and just different expectations, of course. Yeah, and like learning to have a routine together mm-hmm. um, and communication. Yeah, communication yeah. is big. Despite <laughs> it being our, uh, actually our, our premarital marriage or premarital counseling, uh, premarital marriage. Did you, <laughs> did you do premarital? With Scott Matthews, Scott Matthews. The, that makes sense. Efficient. Um, I lost my train of thought. That was despite really doing high on the communication. Yeah, every, well, you everything okay was, but like apparently communication was one of the best ones. Yeah, and then like we realized suits. that the way the questions were asked, we were really sort of spot on in it, but like. A few things through through there are like we don't know we didn't know how to tell each other like something needs done or sometimes like the hard truth or mm. like we kind of just uh we sometimes like when we're having some kind of discussion by the end of it we realize we've been arguing the same point the whole time <laughs> <laughs> we, we just we just, we just thought of it differently yeah and yeah. we don't I guess we didn't share our entire thought process before. We didn't like, uh, that's just a few frustrations on communication. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things too, where like, it is our strong suit, but like, we also have to continually be working at it. Cause like, if we just are like, well, we're good at it. So like hands off of this, <laughs> well, <laughs> amazing we'll know within a week that like, we've been sucking at communication. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel that is something that I think we encountered a lot too. Just like getting used to living with each other. Then. Yeah. What has your guys' experience been like with your routine and your schedule and things like that as far as like setting boundaries for yourself around like your new marriage and protecting it? Define um, boundaries. What? So what are things, how are you determining what to say no to and what to say yes to? Oh. Okay. Which part of that is, it was something like before we were married, we kind of struggled with like getting too busy, but then COVID hit. So like, <laughs> Praise, yeah. yeah. So like on, I feel like now it's like, we almost don't have enough to do. I don't know. You could be blessed. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I know like routine wise, that was a little hard because like we got married we finally kind of settled into routine and then he got a new job where he woke up a lot earlier and so mm-hmm. then we had to like get ready get used to a completely different routine benefits were so good yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel that that's serious yeah we we 
that's something we're just now getting into a good groove mm-hmm. of with our routine and boundaries, especially. Or like we would just, we literally there was a time where we had something every single day of the week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how we were when we were dating. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was horrible. We felt like we were neglecting people, and like it was just awful. Mm-hmm. And so then we are in each other mainly, and so we trimmed a lot of the fat. Now we're finally at a point where we feel like we can actually start saying yes to things and not have to worry about mm-hmm. the schedule filling up. Yeah, well, and clearly we also dictate a lot of what we should say yes or no to. Yeah, yeah. Um, things like that, and where we definitely wanted to go to Cedar Point once we started dating, and as soon as we could then couldn't go to Cedar Point. Right, and even then it was like once they opened up it was still a little little spot in whether or not you should go. Mm. And you know places we should go but we want to see our family so therefore like we can't because her sister has that uh condition in her lungs where she only has functional use of one lung. Mm. So if she gets COVID she's completely screwed. Yeah. She's almost at like fifty percent chance. 50% less of a chance of surviving than someone else would. Yeah. So it's something that always hangs over our head if you want to see your family. So just that. And and I would say that maybe is part of the boundaries then is like communicating with each other. Like, I want to do this, but then like me being like, well, I don't feel comfortable doing that. And like working, learning how to respect like what he wants, but what I want and trying to f- walk that line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially knowing that family is such a strong value for both of you that like your bigger yes is to your family and keeping them protected and then like how do we also navigate like the things we're doing for fun in our marriage and what that looks like yeah that makes sense which i think long term it's gonna be good for us because it's like teaching us to put down once for like the bigger good of us Mm -hmm. what are some things you guys have found make your marriage stronger like now that you're in it what are the things that you're like i'm so thankful we do this thing because it helps us so much in our relationship now i can talk about (laughs) check-ins um so we do this thing where every two weeks we have what we call a check-in um which we stole the idea from my sister and her husband so props to them (laughs) Um, but it's basically like um, we ask like how we're feeling about us as a couple. Um, what are you like most proud of? What is something I can work on? Have I hurt you without meaning to? Um, what are some other ones? Mm, yeah, have I offended you? Uh, what am I doing good? Or yeah, what kind of change? And then also like, are we spending too much? Are we working too hard? Are you always stressed? Just mm-hmm questions to promote and stimulate conversations that end up being pretty productive and like I guess more in a marriage have gotten longer mm-hmm. because we've That's cool. figured things out or had things come up uh, and I guess while we were dating it's really honeymoon phase and it's like maybe some things we like forgot about or like just skimmed over because then they weren't like irking us and now they might be yeah in general, things that bring friction in any relationship. Yeah, that's a powerful marriage. practice because you've got confession and accountability and all those things. Yeah, and it's nice because, like, I don't know, like, I'm the type of person where I want to, like, I don't want to bring something up unless it's actually a really big issue. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll sit on it for a bit, and, like, if it happens a couple times, then I'll be like, well, this is an issue. But by that point, sometimes I'm, like, really annoyed with it. Um, so it's good having the thing every two weeks where, like, if I haven't brought it up, like, it's a really natural place to be like, well, actually, how you said this kind of rubbed me the wrong way or something. Mm-hmm. And that's where we also discover the things about our communication where, like, I had no idea. Like, I never picked up on this. And thanks for telling me. Now I know. So good. I love it so much. It's a powerful tool. I get Yeah. Constant communication. <clears throat> Guys, thanks for this chat. I just feel like there were so many good nuggets in there. <laughs> and I could probably talk forever, but for the sake of time. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts? Sorry. Uh, no, just really appreciate you guys coming out. And you guys have a really cool story. It's really cool to, to stand on the outside of it and watch how God has grown both of you individually and together. And then mm-hmm. just we're just excited to see how he's going to continue to bless you guys. And thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks thank for you. having us. It was fun. <laughs> so good. Guys, that was so much fun. Our first official interview, and we did it. Babe, how do you feel? I feel good. Yes. <laughs> um, I love Janae and Aaron, and I love a couple things in their story. I mean, I love it all. But the intentionality just that they had in keeping Jesus at the center through the whole thing. Yeah. And that, I think, made their yeses along the way a lot easier of, like, when to get engaged and when to get married and how to make those hard decisions. And then also just how involved their family was in the whole thing and continues to be, I think is such a, a blessing that a lot of people don't miss out on. I think we tend to do relationships in isolation when family is so good and helpful. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was really cool just how like how they led with well, it was really cool how their individual relationships with God was made fuller through their waiting and through the relationship and through um, through their engagement and through just all the ups and downs of that are a relationship and how they're like, if we make God the center of it, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden God was like, boom, here you are. Boom. You're ready to go. <laughs> boom. It's time. And now you're getting married. You're getting like, married. All the pressure of waiting. And then, yeah. yeah. And then you're boom. All right. Here's freedom. Enjoy it. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Awesome love story. Love to hear it. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. Have a good one.